Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mindset Deficit. I'm your host, Miranda, and today's episode, we have a special surprise for our listeners. Our very first guest speaker is here. Guess who? This is my husband, Andrew. We just got married in June of 2021. He is currently a doctor of chiropractic student here in Dallas at Parker University, Uh, Be sure to stick around to the end because I'm going to include some bloopers from a husband and wife recording together in a tiny confined space for way too long of a time. I thought it would be a great time to have him on the show since he's currently on one of his breaks at the moment and it's a great opportunity for me to actually sit down and pick his brain a little bit about the title of today's episode, What Do We Really Know? So before we get into today's episode, be sure you're following us on Instagram at Mindset Deficit. That's M-I-N-D-S-E-T-D-E-F-I-C-I-T. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends to help us grow. Be sure you have our post notifications turned on so you never miss out on the latest news and releases and new episodes will be out every Friday. So I think I need to kind of explain today's topic a little bit. So you know how you always just kind of ask your significant other or spouse ridiculous questions like, what would happen if the earth just fell out of the sky? Or something totally crazy and you fully expect them to have like a completely valid answer. Well, this is kind of like that. (laughs) It's kind of how we got on this topic. And now it's something that we talk about all the time. Me just kind of asking him like, hey, babe, what do we really know? And that's how we ended up deciding what to talk about today. How do we know what we know? I think it's important to have some like humbling moments maybe where we need to point out that we do not know every single thing as fact. A lot of what we do know is kind of based off of what? Trial and error? What do you think? Yeah, well pretty much everything we know is because of somebody else's trial and error. Someone did a thing, something happened, they did it again, and it happened again. And that's how we progress as a society. Some might call this science. Ah, yes, science. (laughs) What's a good example of that, though? Like, what really sticks out to you? Well, since you called me a gym bro last episode, I might as well run with things related to that. As you said in that episode, people nowadays pay money to go to a place to pick up things and put them down, hopefully with the goal of becoming more fit and or changing their body composition. So how do you think we got to this point? Now, I don't really know the history of resistance training or exercise, but my guess is people noticed that those who moved a lot or were able to pick up big rocks tended to look pretty good and maybe live longer. You know, the good-looking caveman. Now, through trial and error, we noticed we can obtain repeatable results. This goes for almost everything we know, from medication to food and diets and whatever else especially when it's related to the human body. If A happens and B follows, A cause B, right? Well, not necessarily. The modern way of figuring out what causes what is research. But research is a double-edged sword. I'm not trying to dive into the nuances of research and the scientific method, but it's good to try and remember it is impossible to control every variable all the time. Because of that, we are able to get very, very close to the truth, or what we think it might be, but we will never actually know. Back to the previous examples, say someone takes a medication for a disease or illness, then that disease or illness goes away. Thanks to research, we are pretty dang certain that that medication did its job. 
but we will never actually know because we can't go back in time or go to an alternate universe to see what would happen if that intervention wasn't administered. That's exactly why medication or other medical treatments can't guarantee you with 100% certainty that you will experience the advertised effect. Right, like for example, if you go to the doctor to get put on birth control, the doctor prescribing your birth control cannot tell you that you're 100% not going to get pregnant if you take this birth control pill or get this IUD, etc. They all say that they're, you know, 98 or 99% effective at preventing pregnancy, but none of them can say for sure because there are still errors that can happen with that. Another thing that I think you and I both see a lot, or maybe just pay more attention to given our lifestyle and interests with this mindset or with this idea in mind, you see a lot of people falling for or believing in these imaginary rules or laws that they believe to be true. There are so many predatory advertisements on the internet and they're so good at getting people to believe in the product or service that they're selling. For example, you see many different workout or fitness programs that say something like buy this program lose 20 pounds in 30 days first of all i feel like that should be illegal there's no way to guarantee that every single person who buys and does that program will lose 20 pounds within a 30-day period even if that person follows and sticks to that program religiously second claiming that to be a fact is based off of what like 1 to 15 people losing 20 pounds in the 30 days What else did those people do in those 30 days? Did they do, you know, 50 minutes of cardio additionally? Did they have some other intervention that could possibly have contributed to that as well? There are so many factors to consider before you can go ahead and claim something like that to be fact. Especially given that we do know that everybody is different and that what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for another person. There are too many variables to guarantee that result. Right, and that's a good example. Like, I don't think there was a randomized controlled trial for the Booty Blaster 9000 program to have the merit to advertise a quantified claim like that. Sure, you could say that this program focuses on this outcome, and even that can get shady, but guaranteeing results should not be accepted or overlooked as it is. Yeah, right. And a really popular thing that I see specifically on my Instagram a lot is skincare products. There are literally thousands of skincare advertisements on my Instagram, and they all claim that they can basically cure your acne or scarring or dark spots, and they have different types of skincare for different types of skin, but they all claim, like, use this product and you will have clear skin, but there is no way that there's one single product in the entire world that would fix and cure every single person's acne. Even Accutane doesn't fix every single person's acne. There are so many factors into a person's skin to begin with, like, what are you eating? Are you drinking enough water? Do you actually clean your face and get the dirt off? Do you hydrate your skin properly? And things like that. There is not one fix-all product that exists for that. There's not one fix-all product for anything, period. Right, and the first thing that comes to mind for me, you know, as a gym bro, is supplements. Unlike medication, one could argue that they're harmless because they don't have side effects, which they still can but they definitely have an effect on your wallet. So if you have unlimited funds and are okay with probably flushing a lot of your money down the toilet, literally, you might not have to worry about this. But as you probably know, they aren't regulated by the FDA, which makes them very fitting for this topic. Usually supplements with many ingredients have them because there is research available to back up the effectiveness, but oftentimes they don't even have a sufficient enough dosage 
to have the effect that was shown in a controlled environment. Think about all the ingredients in a pre-workout or whatever powder you're dumping into a bottle before you go work out. That was mass produced at a factory with processes in place to hopefully put a certain milligram or gram of an ingredient into that product. For example, the caffeine content of a pre-workout says that a level scoop has 300 milligrams. We will never know, as well as the company who has sold the product, whether or not that scoop has exactly 300 milligrams every time. It could have 280 milligrams, it could have 320, or even 299.99. But we don't know and we can't know. Yeah, and also think about specifically pre-workout and what is actually in it. It's like caffeine, probably a sugar substitute, flavoring, some amino acids, and salt. But you have to spend the $45 on this specific pre-workout because this is the best one and will get you the best results. When they all essentially have the same things in them, and even more so, you could not even take pre-workout, buy a $4 tub of good old Folgers coffee, and get damn near the same effects of your pre-workout. But even so, when you brew your own coffee, you still have no way of knowing exactly the amount of caffeine that you extracted from your beans. Supplements are just the, like, next big thing now. Everybody talks about, you know, big pharma and how horrible it is and whatever, and it is, but I think we've officially reached a place where we not only have to worry about big pharma, but now we also have to worry about big supplements as well. And if you're thinking about it from, like, a financial point of view, supplements are expensive too, and they're not covered by insurance either. We have big supplement companies targeting people, advertising a healthier way of life or a healthier cure or alternative for XYZ, but nine times out of ten, especially with these supplements that are not FDA approved, they're probably minimally effective. Right. I say all this stuff making me sound like I'm totally against supplements, but I really just take them knowing that they have these errors and find comfort in shifting my mindset to assume that I'm getting a benefit but not so much that it will make or break my results. Meaning, if I didn't have access to these things, I would get by just fine. Yeah, and even if they're deemed healthier, because, you know, supplements automatically equals healthier, they still play into the false narrative that putting something into your body will make you achieve something versus making a change in yourself to achieve something. Yeah, like, proper nutrition and exercise are responsible for, what, like, 95 to 99% of the results a person will see, and supplements might make a few percent difference at most, like putting the cherry on top. So spending $30 for some L-carnitine and caffeine fat burner will make a pretty negligible difference in a weight loss journey compared to going for like a five minute walk instead. So when looking to make a change in some aspect of your life, instead of skipping over the foundational things, assuming everything is fine and optimal, and ending up looking for the expensive product that advertises a near-guaranteed claim to fix that aspect, take a look at what you can control and start from there before going down the rabbit hole. Essentially, make the changes in your life and experiment with what you're doing now instead of thinking adding this thing will be the difference, because what do they know? We don't know anything. Totally agree. All of this to just say, don't believe everything you see on the internet or advertised to you to be true. Remember that a lot of these advertisements that you do see are specifically targeted at you because they think that you're likely to buy it. So don't let them win. 
All right, that's where we're going to end today's episode. Andrew, thank you so much for being the first guest. We hope you guys enjoyed hearing from him. He'll definitely be on another episode again. So if you guys have anything you'd like him to come on and talk about, send us a DM. Also follow him on Instagram at Andrew Kuhn. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-K-U-H-N underscore. Be sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on Instagram at Mindset Deficit. That's M-I-N-D-S-E-T-D-E-F-I-C-I-T. Turn on our post notifications so you never miss out on the latest news and releases. New episodes are out every Friday, and I will see you guys next week. Ray Ray stinker butt. (laughs) I whistled. Okay. (laughs) So we are joined in the closet by Ray. Uh... Sorry if you smell her stink through the microphone. So, <laughs> excuse me, ma'am, is there anything you would like to say to your audience? Some might call this science. Like, eh? We'll scream it in there. Let them make sure, make sure they hear it. Uh, yeah. You want to stop? No, it's good. Okay. <laughs> the one right before like, the sentence. Anyway, yeah, anyway. As you said, people nowadays pay. This one's bad too. No, it doesn't. As you said, people now. Oh fuck! Enough. <laughs> God damn it! Just start over. What? Well. Oh. Okay. T. <laughs> I shouldn't say as you said in that episode. Okay. Redo. Redo. Well, since... Oh, wait, are you recording? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I don't know what's going on here. First two minutes, absolutely <laughs> wasted. <laughs> well, since you called me a gym bro last episode, I might as well run, it, run with it. Damn it, this is Get bad. It together. This is terrible, dude. Wait, what? I, that's wrong. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna stop.